Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code PODCAST1. He is pretty clearly the star of the show, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Steve Fezzik won it back-to-back years. Look it up at Fezzik Sports. On Twitter, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Instagram, former NFL offensive lineman. And by the way, I must say, last week, I was really not feeling well. Now, I'm still not feeling great today, but I was really not feeling well. Somebody hit me up with a tweet and was like, Ross, you were bad on even money this week. What's up with that? Well, well, two things are up with that. One, I was feeling like hell. And two... I was very frustrated that the website where Brian and I look up the lines each week wasn't working, and I couldn't find it. I was looking at like a bunch of different places, and then it wasn't the same as Steve's, and I was just frustrated. So that was my bad. I will make it up today. The website's working. We're good to go. BetOnline.ag is good to go, and I even got a little boost from Omax Boost. O-M-A-X-B-O-O-S-T dot com slash money. That's the key. Omaxboost.com slash. I always have to make sure that that's, that's the code. It's very key. Yes, money. Omaxboost.com slash money. That way you can be money all day, every day. And I can be money for this podcast, combining a couple of natural ingredients. Omega-3s and alpha helps your brain, stimulate your brain, get it going. You don't need to be crushing caffeine all day. Give it a shot. The key in my mind, right, is that they have the money-back guarantee. 60-day money-back guarantee O-M-A-X-B-O-O-S-T dot com slash money. Not only do you get free shipping, not only do you get 60% off, you get the money back guarantee if it doesn't do the trick for you, 
which don't worry about it because it will, but omaxboost.com slash money today. All right, Steve, let's start with last week like we always do. You finished up four units for the week. I was up two units, so a nice week where we were both actually in the black is kind of nice. We'll start with the Chargers and the Chiefs. I was leaning Chargers. You put two units on the under because of Thursday night football. Didn't happen. 29-28 Chargers. The total was 53.5, so you lost two units there. Then the one that really stunk for us, Steve, again, was the game I was at, Texans-Jets. It was our lone best bet. We both liked the Jets getting six points. And at some point, I think the score was 22-19. The Jets were winning the game, I think. And the Jets... Field goal kicker missed two extra points. They lose the game 29-22 by seven points. The line was six. Two missed extra points, Steve. So I missed out on the under, which evidently was just a bad bet because it was 41 and a half, and the final score was 29-22. So I can live with that. But then I had two units on the Jets. You had one unit on the Jets. And a kicker got us again. Yeah, and... Unlucky with the end game. If there was a little more time on the clock, the Jets would have punted, but they had to go for and there was just enough time left for Houston to kick that field goal. But Jets were the right side. Can't kick, kick ourselves too much when you have a right side on the game. Correct. It was unbelievably, it was clearly the right side. Cleveland-Denver, I put two units on Cleveland, getting the three points. They won the game outright, so that was a nice two-pointer for me. Green Bay versus Chicago, total was 45.5. I put two units on the under, and that came through. So that was two more units for me there. Then I put a unit on the Raiders. Should have known better. Nobody to blame but myself, and that's the way the world works. Then Cowboys, Colts. You put two units on the Colts, Steve, laying two and a half points. They won 23 to nothing. You uh, you had a good lead on that one. Yeah, Colts desperately needed the game, and the Cowboys were 99% at that point to win their division, and they were due for a flat spot, and that was it. That was absolutely it. Uh, Miami, Minnesota, this was part of your two-team teaser with the Vikings and the Ravens. I believe you won both of those, if you want to explain that one again. Yeah, so it's one bet, and you need to win both legs of the teaser in order to win the bet. And the basic strategy when you do this is typically to tease through the numbers three and seven, because so often teams win by exactly three or by seven in the NFL so we teased down the Vikings from 7-1, to one, and we teased down Baltimore to get them at less than a field goal. And, of course, both came through. Uh, you leaned Tennessee in that Giants game. That would have been a good lean. You also leaned Buffalo in the Bills game, which was a good lean. Um, I leaned Arizona. <sighs> Glad I didn't tell you guys to bet that. Tampa Bay and Baltimore. I put two units on the under. I, I think we knew that it was going to be rainy and bad weather. I just didn't see with the way the Ravens run the ball, the game getting to 47 points wasn't even close, 32 points. So I got two units there. 
Seattle and San Francisco, three units, Stevie, on the Niners, getting five points. They won it outright. Another one you had a real good beat on. Just another good spot for you? Yeah, it was a home run spot for San Francisco. They've struggled with Seattle for years, and they got beat down 43-16 three weeks ago. Their stats for the Niners are solid for the year. They've just been turning the ball over way too much. And Seattle was similar to Dallas. Was Seattle's pretty much locked into their likely playoff spot. And because of that, um, wasn't surprised that San Fran won outright. So then we've got uh, nothing happened on Eagles-Rams for us. That would have been a good one to take the Eagles, obviously. And then uh, Carolina, you leaned Carolina. They were getting six points. So that one would have come through for you. So, again, you were up four units for the week. I was up two units for the week. Just checking the math on that. That is correct. And that is correct. And so then for the season, that puts us, you are in the black, Steve. You are up one unit. There you go. A big, a big unit. I am, I don't know why it says down 11 units. I think I should be down 12 units, but either way, not good. And the best bet did not come through. 18 for 39. Speaking, by the way, of best bets. A great best bet is when you get tickets at SeatGeek using the SeatGeek app. It is awesome. They pull in, Steve, from all kinds of different ticket websites. Bring them all in, bring them all in, and then you basically, like when you're buying an airline ticket, you can pick the best ticket, the one that makes the most sense, boom, and you're good to go. What I love about it, is you can scroll through in your area and just it'd be a good way to see what great deals or what great offers there are in Vegas for you. Or for me, it shows central Pennsylvania stuff and even Baltimore stuff for me. Pretty cool. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter promo code FEAST today. That's promo code FEAST for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase Highly, highly recommend you get the app or just go to SeatGeek.com. Throw in the code FEAST so that when you already get the best deal, you get an additional $10 off your SeatGeek purchase. Let's roll, Bright. All right. First game is on Saturday. It's the Tennessee Titans laying 10 points at the Washington Redskins. I'm sorry, at Tennessee uh, is where the game is. 37, your total. Wow. Laying 10 points. With a 37 total, the utter disrespect for the Redskins offense. Uh, I, I see it. I get it. But I think 10's a little rich. I'm going to put a unit on the Redskins. I, I think that they are fighting for their playoff lives. I think they just got a win. I don't think that they're good, but I think they're good enough to keep it close to an offensively challenged Titans team. Give me one unit on the Redskins. Yeah, I would lean to I would lean to Tennessee. The Redskins, I've moved them up. I've upgraded them, Ross. Josh Johnson led Redskins now my thirty first best team in the NFL. Um, 
They're better than Arizona. Nobody else. And I like this Titans team now that they've got a healthy quarterback. Frankly, I made this game even higher, but you bring up a good point with a low total. You really don't want to be laying the points. So I'll, I'll pass the game. I'll lean Tennessee. All right, Steve, the other game on Saturday is Baltimore at the L.A. Chargers, where Ross will be Chargers, four-and-a-half-point favorites, and the total is 44-and-a-half. Well, Ross will be pleased because I have a nice nugget for him that he can discuss during his broadcast why when the Chargers are rolling and Baltimore can't move the ball. Uh, I'm on the under in this game, under 44-and-a-half for two units. Amazingly, Baltimore, the last five weeks, has played five of the six worst rushing defenses in the NFL. I don't even know how that's possible. But um, talk about a dream run for Baltimore. What does Baltimore do? They run the ball, and they've got to play all of these bad rush defenses, which can explain why Baltimore's had such, such success on the ground. That success is going to curb to a stop, I believe, playing a premium Charger team, which is now my number two ranked uh, team in my power ratings in the NFL. So I'll lean Chargers. I'll play the under two units. They also get to play. They've, they've played a bunch of bad teams, not, not just bad defenses, but bad teams other than the Chiefs on the road. But they were right there with the Chiefs. I like the Ravens formula right now. I think the Chargers are still a little bit beat up. They don't really have much of a home field advantage. And I think the Ravens are fighting for even more than the Chargers are. I think the Ravens come into L.A. and give the Chargers a heck of a run. I like the under also, Steve, because I think Ravens will have success running the football and playing keep away, time of possession game. I'm putting two units on the under 44 and a half and two units on the Ravens getting the four and a half. Would not shock me if they won the football game. The best bet. Next up, Ross, it's Tampa Bay at Dallas, and the Cowboys favored by seven, and the total is 46.5. So I really like the, the Cowboys to bounce back now, uh, now that, number one, they know they need to, and after kind of a wake-up call in Indy. I did think that the Bucks had a pretty impressive effort, though, in Baltimore, in bad weather. You know, th- those guys were not laying down. They came out to play, so I'm not going to lay the seven, but that would certainly be my lean. Yeah, and I'm going to lean to Dallas as well. Tampa Bay offense has not been as good since they lost their tight end, and um, losing Deshaun Jackson, their number two wide receiver, is not helping as well. I expect Dallas to get the win, and frankly, I think because I expect Dallas to win, this is a classic teaser where we don't want to lay the seven with Dallas, but we tease them down to one. All they need to do is win the game. So I'm going to play a two-team, six-point NFL teaser here. The first leg is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I need something to tease it with, so I will tease it with the Cleveland Browns um, to get them down underneath a field goal for the second leg of the teaser, two units. All right, Steve, Buffalo is at New England. Patriots favored by 12.5 with a total of 45. Yeah, when these two teams played earlier, you might recall this was a six-point game late, and somehow New England wound up blowing out Buffalo in Buffalo uh, with a late, long, pick-six, misleading final. I think New England is absolutely showing not just chinks in the armor, I think it's over. I think that the we've been saying this for years, that at some point Brady's going to get old, 
and the Patriots are no longer going to be the Patriots. Their stats are mediocre for the year. They have not lost back-to-back games in December since 2002. Now, I get it. One of them was the crazy loss against Miami, but they didn't play well in that Miami game, even if they had won the game. And uh, because of the problems that the Patriots are having, laying 13 seems like an excessive amount. I hate betting against New England to the point that I almost never do it so strongly in Buffalo. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, I like the way the Bills played them the first time, but then the Patriots ended up covering the spread that first time these two teams played. I would be a strong lean to Buffalo as well. You know, they've been having some more success. In fact, you know what? I'm doing it, and I'm going to hate myself for doing it, but I'm putting two units. No, I'm, I'm talking to myself out of it again. The Patriots are too good at home. I'm, just, I'm with you, Steve. I'm just a strong lean to Buffalo. Ross, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, despite their losing streak, four-point favorites. 50 is the total. So I kind of like Carolina in this game, but Cam is beat up, and they played a short week Monday night. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say the Falcons come into Carolina and get the win. And I'm going to put two units on the Falcons getting the four points. Unfortunately, I can no longer give you the four points. Line move on this game. It's down to two and a half, Ross. Would you still take it at two and a half? Um, let me say no. That was the difference for me. I'll just lean Atlanta now. Yeah, major concerns. I'll lean Atlanta as well. The Anyone who watched... Carolina play on Monday night football could see, I don't know if it's a rotator cuff issue. I know Cam's had these lingering shoulder issues. He's talked about, he's tried everything and it has not cleared up the problem. Frankly, it's gotten worse. He's just throwing wobblers. He can't go down the field. And now that Carolina has a one half of 1% chance to make the playoffs, you got to be concerned that whether Cam is even going to play in this game and whether they might choose to sit him um, given that sense of urgency is now gone for Carolina and that offense is completely anemic and the Atlanta defense that was absolutely decimated by injuries but is frankly playing a little bit better now here in December. I'm going to look under the total. I'm going to go under the 47 for two units in this game. Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Fish, four-and-a-half point favorites, 39 the total. Yeah, I just don't know what Jacksonville's mindset is going to be for an in-state rivalry game here. Obviously, losing to the Redskins, a horrific loss for Jacksonville. Miami stats are horrible. They've been outgained in the last eight games, and I get it. All Tannehill does is win, but he needs to win by margin to cover. I'll pass this game. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, for these two teams, I have no idea. I'd probably lean Miami because I think Jacksonville, it feels like they've checked out. Um, and But the Dolphins, even when they do win, it's a close game. I'm, I'm passing that one. New York Giants, Ross at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts favored by nine with a total of 46.5. Nine points is a lot, but I get it. Now, I do think the Giants were a little bit victims of weather. You know, there in New York, it just, it just, they just didn't play well. Uh, but the Colts really have it rolling now. Oh, man, I don't like laying nine points in NFL games. I, I'm going to pass the game, but I, I'd, I'd actually lean Indianapolis laying the nine. 
And this is my reminder to Ross, whatever he's covering a game and the weather is horrendous. He needs to text me, play under Fez. Um, the poster child, of course, was the Buffalo Indy snow game last year. But that Giants, that was a, a, really a driving rain against the Titans. So that explains why it was so low scoring. Um, I think the Giants got their mojo back when they won four out of five. And that I think that that mojo is gone. There's distractions about Eli's future going forward. And, and the Colts, frankly, they're good. I mean, they really are playing well. But I have no interest in laying nine. I'll pass the game. Next up, Steve Houston at Philadelphia. Ross, uh, your Eagles, one-point favorites, 45.5 the total. And this one's taken steam. Um, It is up to two, so that's the current line. Uh, Frankly, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the marketplace is saying these two teams are really close to equal teams. Give Philly three for home field, despite all the struggles Philly has, all the injuries in the secondary, and the fact that Houston, all they do is win, winning 10 of their last 11 games, an extra day for Houston to prepare here. I'll lean to Houston, but frankly, I don't want to take two because I think it could go as high as three lean Houston. I can't even imagine. Do you know what the look-ahead line was the week before? Because, I mean – when the Eagles were 13.5-point underdogs to the Rams, I, I just can't imagine what the line was for this game last week. Yeah, from memory, I believe that Houston was a small favorite. Got it. Um, all right, I'm passing the game as well. Uh, I actually think that there's a decent chance the Eagles win the game, but I, I just I think it's a toss-up game. So if toss-up game, one-point line, there's, there's nothing there for me. Next up, Ross, it's uh, Minnesota, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Detroit Lions. The total is 43-and-a-half. Yeah, I don't like laying points. I don't know how much of a boost the Vikings are going to get after you know the second week of a new coordinator, but I do think that they've got positive vibes right now. I think the Lions are just a really bad football team, and frankly, like a really sad football team. They cannot score I'm going to do it. I'm going to put one unit on the Vikings laying the five and a half points. I think they win by a touchdown, maybe even double digits. Yeah, it certainly was impressive the way that they ran the ball. Uh, I think it's clear the team did not like O.C. Filippo, and they like having their internal guy in there now at O.C. One thing I know for sure, here's a team, the Vikings, that threw the ball two-thirds of the time going into the Miami game. In the Miami game, they ran the ball two-thirds of the time, and the players responded to it, and obviously they had great success. I would be shocked if the Vikings don't continue the ground and pound, keeping the ball out of the air, making less mistakes with Cousins. Because of that, I think if you're betting uh, proposition bets or you're a fantasy player, you want to look at Dalvin Cook to, as you like to say, Ross Feast in this game and uh, probably avoid Diggs and Thielen and Cousins. And uh, I think the clock will be running on long drives, so I'm playing under the 43-and-a-half for two units. Next up, Steve, it's the Jets. They are hosting the Green Bay Packers. A lot of green in that game. Jets minus one and the total 44. And I'd like to make some green betting on the game. I just don't know what the Packers' mindset is. I don't know if... Aaron Rodgers could possibly even be sat down in this game. We've spoken about this before. When there's uncertainty and I'm 
and I have a good opinion about that uncertainty in the marketplace, I'll bet on the game. But when there's just general uncertainty, I usually just avoid the game. I pass. Correct. Uh, too much uncertainty as it relates to Aaron Rodgers. Can't do it. Battle of Ohio, Ross, Cincinnati at Cleveland. Browns favored by seven with a total of 45 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I love the Browns in this game, but I, I, I'm not to the point yet where I'm laying seven points with the Cleveland Browns. I'm sure the crowd will be going crazy with Hugh Jackson coming back into the building. But the Bengals have actually been much better the last two weeks. I mean, they they played really well against the 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 Chargers out in L.A., and then they beat the Raiders by double digits. I'm actually going to put a unit on the Bengals getting the seven points. I think that they keep it close and wouldn't be shocked if they end up winning. I don't think that they do. I think they keep it close. One unit on the Bengals getting the seven points. And good news, Ross. Um, screen's kind of lighting up. Everybody's betting this morning. You can get nine on this game now. So you get the Bengals plus nine. Love um, it. Give me, give me two units then. Two units on the Bengals getting nine. Yeah, so the spread is anywhere from eight to nine points around town. You know, I can't do it. Um, I saw Cleveland absolutely smash the Bengals 28 nothing. They got ahead. Obviously, chip on their shoulders. They hate you, Jackson. And they're going to want to do it to him again in their home stadium. And now that the Bengals, bad enough they lost their tight end Eifert, bad enough they lost A.J. Green for the year, now their number two wide receiver, Boyd, is out. I just don't see where the points are going to come from with Driscoll at quarterback against a motivated Browns defense. And I know that Mayfield's going to be able to put up points against the Bengals. Nice two-week run under Driscoll for the Bengals and two covers. It ends here. Um, so this is my second leg of the teaser. Cleveland with um, the aforementioned Dallas in my teaser bet. All right, Steve, the Rams at the Arizona Cardinals, possibly Larry Fitzgerald's final home game. Rams favored by 14, 47.5 the total. Yes, and the quarter and the wide receiver that's missing for Arizona, Kirk, their rookie, is much more important than Fitzgerald, and that offense has curbed to a complete and utter stall. But um, I tell you what, the Rams, something's not right. So what's not right with the Rams? I think it's a whole combination of things. Obviously, Goff has lost some confidence. Gurley has been banged up since the Kansas City game and has not been playing well. They miss Cooper Cup on offense. This is a team that since October 7th, this is going to be their eighth road trip, if you will. If I count that trip, they went to Colorado um, to train when they thought they were going to have to play a game in Mexico City. Only true normal home preparation weeks and all those distractions in November with the L.A. fires, I think it has all really hurt the Rams, who are no longer an elite team. So because of that, I have to bet Arizona plus the 14 points for two units. But I think what may well be the best bet, I'm going to go under the 46 for three units because I don't think Arizona's going to score, and I think that the Rams would be happy just to get out of Dodge with a win. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I guess I would lean Arizona. But they're so bad. I mean, they're, they're so bad. And maybe they'll play better at home, coming off an embarrassing loss in Atlanta. But I think their coach is getting fired after one year. I just can't do it. I think the Rams might bounce back. So I'm passing that game altogether. But I would, I would lean Arizona getting the 14 for sure. 
Next up, Ross, Chicago laying four at the San Francisco 49ers, 42.5 the total. Pretty surprised by this line here after we saw what the Niners just did to the Seahawks. You know, the Bears just clinched the division. Everybody's telling them how great they are. And I know that they still can get the number two seed and all that. But this really feels, and Evan and I were talking about this on the Fantasy Feast podcast, this really feels like a trap game almost for the Bears. And I know that they still need to win, blah, blah, blah. I I don't care. I just think this is a bad spot for them. And I think the Niners have a lot of momentum. I think the Niners are feeling really good. And I'm putting two units on the Niners getting four points. And I'll also put one unit. Nah, I'm not going to do it. I was thinking about the under. I'm not going to do it. Just two units on the Niners getting the four. Yeah, I think you summed it up nicely. You said, well, the Bears have to win if they want to try to stay in contention for the number two seed, which they need the Rams to lose to get. And the Rams have two absolute easy games down the stretch where they're going to be favored, uh, big favorites. And in both of them, I think that's nebulous motivation. And they finally were able to get over the Green Bay hump and beat Green Bay and win the division. I think they're still partying in the Windy City, frankly. Um, at the very least, going out for d- another deep dish pizza tonight. Um, let's keep rocking with San Francisco. They've been good with us the last two weeks. Why not again? I'll play San Francisco two units. The best bet. All right, Steve, next up it is Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Saints laying six points with a total of 57. Yeah, a very interesting game. That 57, unfortunately, has crashed down, Bry, based upon the Monday night football low-scoring game. Current total down to 53.5, and I don't have much on this game. I think um, New Orleans has reinvented themselves as a team. Instead of winning with offense, they're really winning with defense. They've held, over the last six weeks, they've held opponents to just over only 12 points per game. I'm going to pass the game. It, what's the line? Is it still six, Steve? The line is five and a half to six, both readily available. Got it. All right. Um, I'm going to put two units on the under. Uh, I think the Steelers are playing better defense right now. The Saints are offensively challenged, and the Saints are playing really good defense. 53 still seems high. Two units on the under 53 for me. As for the side, I'd probably lean Pittsburgh just because they're getting the points, and I like what they did against New England. But I, I'm not taking them in the Superdome to beat the Saints, uh, so or even to keep it that close necessarily. So I'll just lean Pittsburgh, but two units on the under fifty-seven. Ross Sunday Night Football: Kansas City laying two and a half at Seattle, fifty-three and a half the total. Interesting that you know obviously. Uh, the folks still think that the Chiefs are a significantly better team than the Seattle Seahawks. Nothing that happened last Thursday night really dissuaded them from that. Seahawks coming off an overtime game. Chiefs got extra time, you know, before they played this game. I just I don't think that the the Seahawks defense is what people think it is. I cannot take them, and I know the home field advantage and all that stuff. I, I would lean Seattle. That's where I would go. I would take the points, but. I think the, I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. Yeah, Chiefs with some extra time to prepare um, off of that loss, and that's an advantage to the Chiefs. I'm not going to go against the 
12th man of Seattle in that awesome home field advantage. However, I'm going to lean to Seattle in this game, but no bet. Finally, Monday Night Football, Steve. Denver laying two and a half points at the Oakland Raiders, 44 the total. So this is the game in Denver that Oakland destroyed Denver for 58 minutes and somehow let it slip away way back, I think, in week two. So um, Denver certainly has every motivation, and frankly, the Raiders are reeling on the O-line with all kinds of problems. I will lean Broncos in this game. I'm concerned Well, just the uncertainty of this is going to be Oakland's last home game likely in Oakland ever, and I just don't know what sort of crowd we're going to see and what sort of support that the Raiders are going to have. I'm going to pass. That's a good point, <laughs> really good point. That that has the potential to be a very, very interesting game. I don't know how it's going to unfold. I'd probably lean the Raiders. I think the Broncos are done, and they know they're done now. I don't know what kind of effort you're going to get from them. And I think that there's a real chance that the Raiders give a heck of an effort uh, with their potential last game in Oakland. In fact, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to put a unit on the Raiders. Maybe it's just for sentimentality. Uh, they crushed me last week against the Bengals. Maybe it'll happen again, but I'm putting it on the guys going out there and playing their butts off for the people of Oakland versus a Broncos team that knows that their season's over. So one unit on the Raiders getting the two and a half. Steve, fantastic work as always. I loved it. And hopefully you can keep it going. Hopefully we can get it rolling this week here in week 16. Of course, the place to get it rolling always is betonline.ag. Using that glorious promo code PODCAST1, you get a 50% welcome bonus. We got bowl games all over the place. We got week 16 in the NFL. We've got NHL. We've got NBA. And we've got one place and one place only to place bets on all of those things. And that's betonline.ag with the promo code PODCAST1. Because you get a 50% sign-up bonus and because they are your online sports book experts. Terrific stuff as always, Stevie. We will be back next week. We never miss a week for you guys all the way through the Super Bowl. In fact, this show's year-round. So we're rocking it for betonline.ag and the promo code PODCAST1 year-round. For right now, though, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.